Hello, I'm Michael Hannigan, and this is my notebook. It's my way to continue covering sports and events in Athens and Henderson County, which is something I've been doing for almost three decades. I couldn't do this without the support of our sponsors, Tinsley Law & Title, Gilbert Electric, Holt Wrecker, Red Hill Construction, and R&R Lawn Specialists. I want to say thank you to them for making the notebook possible. Hello Hornet fans, this is Michael and I am in the office of Athens head football coach Zach Harrell. How's it going today, coach? It's going good, Michael. Thanks for coming by. Uh, I know it's going good because it is a fantastic time to be uh, in Athens Hornet right now. Uh, you guys are 4-1. and one. You've got uh, your first district game under your belt with a big win and not only that but the community was on fire uh, at Bruce Field last week. Yeah it was a great opening district game district win you know like you said we had a really good crowd felt good energy throughout the game um, and we felt like our kids played really well put the game away in three quarters uh, and then we're able in the fourth quarter to get everybody in and everybody contribute. And so, man, it was just a great, great opening district game. Uh, exactly where we need to be. You know, I talked to our coaches and our team on Monday and Sunday in total. You know, right now, first half of the season, 4-1, 1-0 in district. Uh, if we could have written a script before the year uh, with as healthy as we are, you know, I would have paid a lot of money for this script. Uh, so we're we're in really good we're in really good shape. We feel really confident. Uh, we're really healthy going into this second half uh, of our schedule. Uh, and you know the second half of our schedule is is going to be challenging. We're playing. We got really good teams uh, this week and then beyond. And so we we got to keep improving and keep getting better every week. Which again we we felt like we really have. Um, so yeah, can't can't say enough about how our kids have played up to this point. And you, and you said that real quick. I want to go back just for a second because that's one of those things coaches say all of the time. We want to get better every week. Right. And, of course, you do want to do that. But I think when I watch the Hornets play on Friday night, I can actually see that improvement right. every week right now. I see your players understanding their schemes. I see additions to the scheme every week on offense, and I see the defense playing faster every week. Yes, sir. You know, you, you can, if you watch it real close, like you just said, Michael, you can see those improvements. Um, you know, like defensively, we the last two weeks we've played really good football. We thought we played really good uh, against Lindale, other than, or I'm sorry, against Jacksonville, other than the opening drive. After that opening drive, man, we played lights out. They had a really hard time moving the football. And, you know, guys like, you know, young guys. We talked about coming into the, the season how many guys we had that never played a varsity game. And you just see those guys, the more games they get under the belt, uh, the more comfortable they get. You know, number 15, Jabory Taylor, freshman, playing outside backer. Every week, man, he is improving and playing. You know, think about him is how hard he plays. Uh, and, you know, he's played hard from the very beginning. But now he's getting comfortable playing on Friday nights, and that's just one example. You know, you can no, no, and for fans, that's number fifteen. Yeah, and you can see him starting to pop on right. the field. Uh, and you know, uh, another guy that really comes to mind and really improving is our nose, uh, Big K, number seventy-four. Uh, you know, he this was his first year to play varsity, 
at the beginning of the season, he was a little bit timid. Uh, he was playing too high. Uh, in the last two weeks, man, he's really came off the ball and played low uh, and really had, you know, he's a big old, big old guy. And so with when he keeps his pad level down, he keeps those offensive linemen off of our second-level players. Uh, you know, Jackson Styles had 15 tackles on Friday, and a lot of the reason was because the play of our defensive line uh, and our noses in, in particular keeping them off of him. Uh, and so, though, you know, you, you again, you can see those small improvements every week, which – we as as our schedule gets tougher, we have to keep doing that. We can't we can't let the monotonous of the season. You know, when you get into week six, which is really like the tenth week, because uh, you got four weeks before you play. Uh, you know, you can't let the everyday schedule get monotonous, and you can't get in survival mode. You have to stay in. Hey, I'm going to keep improving. I'm going to keep fighting. Uh, even though, you know, your body starts to get tired, your human nature wants to tell you, uh, just show up, but we, we got to keep improving. You know, one guy I want to talk about really quickly when it comes to that, and um, we've talked a lot about the young guys this year and, and their, and their uh, contribution, and it's been great, but I want to talk a second about Friedrich playing outside linebacker, coming off – a big time knee injury last year to cost them the whole season. Yeah, uh, he's been playing since the beginning this year, but it seems to me every week he gets a little bit faster. He gets to trust that leg a little bit more, and when he comes off the edge, he really causes problems. Yeah, he does. You know, he go, coming into this year, uh, we, we knew that he would give everything he had because he's that type of kid, and how hard he's. Re, you know, we've talked about this already, but. He rehabbed it so hard and worked countless hours on his own um, to be able to put himself in a position this year to play at a high level. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to play at the level he's playing at based on the injury that he had. Uh, but you know, you, you're 100 percent right, Michael. Uh, you know, we knew he was going to play hard. However, at the beginning of the year, that. In, that's in the back of your mind. Well, hey, how's this knee going to hold up? Uh, and Gage, you know, even, you know, I, I have a lot of conversations with Gage, uh, and Gage wasn't afraid's not the right word, but just, you know, a little bit apprehensive uh, and a little bit concerned uh, just because he hadn't done it on a repaired knee yet. But a, as the season's gone on, uh, you, you can see it on the, on the video his confidence level rising, uh, and he, man, he's, he, when he comes off the edge, uh, you know, I think he made three or four plays the other night off the back end, uh, and they don't have anybody to account for him. Uh, he, he's pretty dang good, uh, and he made a lot of plays in the backfield. He had a huge pick um, there at the end of the first half, and yeah, he's, he, you know, he is the, probably the most vocal leader we have. He's probably the most respected leader we have because of how he's worked. Um, you know, we talked about when we voted on captains, uh, he, he had more votes, kids and coaches, than anybody else uh, because because he's respected by his peers, because of how hard he's worked and because of how he leads. Uh, and so, man, he, you know, the impact he has on this team uh, is huge.
Yeah, and it's funny too, and, and I really want to get on to Lindau because that's what we're here for, but um, this is the one chance we really get to talk. And I want to talk about a guy on offense and a guy on defense who I, I don't know what this team would do without them. And that's Jamari Manning yeah. and Jackson Styles. Right. And these are the guys that, you know, sometimes it gets so routine to watch them have great games right. that you start to yeah. forget what they're doing. And yeah, you're these right. two guys are playing so well for you. Yeah, they really are, you know, and, and you're right. It almost, you know, gets to the point they're – they're playing so well, and they're three-year varsity players. Uh, you kind of just expect it, and it becomes normal. But it's really not normal uh, what they're doing. You know, Jamari, I think has already rushed for almost 900 yards. Um, it, you know, I think it's 860 something. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but it's it's up there in the 800s uh, in five games, eight touchdowns. Um, you know, and a lot of. We told our offensive line we were watching film with them on Monday. Um, when we can get five our five bodies on their five bodies, uh, we we don't even necessarily all the time have to blow them off the ball. But if we can get our five on their five, we feel we feel pretty good about Jamari uh, making making the second level players, making the outside backers, making the safeties uh, miss, uh, and he's done that routinely. And you know, and not only not only his running ability, but like you know, the the thing that also makes Jamari so good is you know when we get in short yardage, we use him a lot of times as a lead blocker, uh, and he is he's very unselfish, uh, and and him leading up in the hole uh, is a pretty huge weapon, and you know, so I think you get you know you talk about him and you just think about well he's a great running back running the football. But that's not all there is to play a running back, especially in our offense. Uh, you know, he has to be a blocker when we run quarterback run game. He has to be a, the sixth protector in our passing game. And he, he's really an overall complete back. Uh, and then, you, you know, you talk about Jackson. Um, you know, he he's leading our team in tackles. Uh, he makes so many plays uh, sideline to sideline. And, you know, we also use him on offense uh, in a lot of different ways. And so, you know, I, we talked about the young guys, but, you know, this team isn't what it is uh, without these senior leaders that have put so much into this program and have bought in this program, you know. And, and there's we, – we got quite a few of them. But, though, you know, you talk about Gage, Jackson, uh, Jamari, and then Jordy. And, you know, th those four guys have been on varsity for – three years, Gage actually since he was a freshman. Uh, and those four guys have, have done a lot for Athens Hornet football. Uh, and we're very appreciative for what what, what they've done. And again, we this season wouldn't be what it, what it is uh, without those four because they, they're making a lot of plays and they're going to have to continue to. Yeah, a lot of plays, all of them. And you, you threw Jorian out there and Jorian has absolutely been um, a weapon that at times seems unstoppable yeah. uh, on your offense. Yeah, he's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into you get a, you, you're 1-0 in district, but you have a huge challenge this week. Um, each week it seems to get harder with the Lindale Eagles, who blew away uh, Henderson last week. 
Uh, Lindell looks tough, coach. They are. You know, their their record overall is two and three, but they've played a really. First off, they played a really difficult non-district schedule uh, and and had a chance to win all the games uh, that they lost. They lost to Gilmer by a field goal at the very end, fifty-two to forty-nine. They lost to Van, forty-two to thirty-seven. Uh, and they lost to a good pine tree football team uh, in a close game. I don't remember the score off the top of my head. Uh, so they are a really good football team. They have wins over Kaufman, 56-46, and then they beat Henderson last week, 56-7. to uh, So the first thing, you know, when you think of Lindell that comes to mind is just, you know, they're averaging like 49 points a game. Uh, and so they're really, really talented on offense. They they have two Division One tackles. Their left tackle, Casey Post, committed to Alabama. Uh, and then their right tackle was, I believe, committed to SFA. Uh, but so they, and it starts up front with them. You know, their, their offensive line is always so good, and they always do such a good job of coaching. Uh, you know, and their quarterback, their, their quarterback is their best playmaker. They want to run their quarterback. Um, and they also have two really good outside receivers that they'll throw to. So they, they, there's not many weaknesses in their defense. I'm sorry, in their offense. Uh, and so, you know, we feel like our defense has played really well. Uh, and, man, this is a great challenge for them. Uh, we did challenge them. We talked to them. You know, when you play a team like this, uh, they're going to make some plays. Uh, and our, our mindset has to be, hey, when they make a play – Let's line up and play the next play. Line up and win the next play. Don't we? We can't. You know, we we can't think we're going to go out there and shut them out because uh, we're not. Uh, that's that's the reality. Uh, we we got to be ready. We can't let one big play or one play affect us moving forward. And we got to respond. Uh, you know, defensively, they run a even front. Their defensive line is their strength of their defense. Uh, they have four really good defensive linemen. So, which is actually a little bit different because you've been up against a lot of three, four odd fronts this year. Yeah, I, I really, you know, <coughs> trying to think back quickly. Uh, this may be the first. Yeah, Kaufman. Kaufman played every front. Um, so Kaufman, now they based their, their main front was odd front, but Kaufman plays some even front. But this is really the first true even front team we've, put, we've gone against. And for those who are listening, even front meaning that you have an even number of defensive linemen down with their hand on the ground. Correct. So this would be a 4-3, four, 4 linemen, 3 linebackers most of the time. Correct. Uh, and so – you know that that's that's gonna put a little bit more pressure on our guards. Uh, you know, anytime you play a even front, a four D line team, you know your guards are gonna have more single blocks, uh, and so it's gonna put some pressure on them. We gotta execute there. Uh, in the secondary, they play a lot of different looks. Uh, they they try to confuse you in the secondary, and so the quarter or, or David has to be real sound on his reads. He has to watch a lot of film uh, and, and know how to attack them. Uh, but, you know, we, we feel like going into this game, uh, we're going to have to move the football, going to have to score a lot of points uh, to give ourselves a chance to win. Uh, but, we, you know, our confidence level is really high. Our kids are playing really hard. Uh, and we, you know, we challenged them on Monday, like, to be a playoff team, you got to be good teams. Uh, and so, this is a great challenge for us uh, this week. 
All right, so um, yeah, you're right. Big challenge this week, but like you said, if you want to get into the playoffs, earn it. That's and right. This is what you need to do: go into Lindale and take one from the Eagles, and you'll be in a good spot. Yes, hey, sir. Hey, tell us about the uh, keys of the week. So our keys of the week, you know, first thing is our, our word of the week this week is uh, dog, dog mentality. I like it. You know, and that two, you know, kind of twofold there. Number one is. You know, we talked about what that means. You know, I think Kobe Bryant, some of those guys kind of termed that. Uh, and it, hey, doing whatever it takes to win the game. Uh, and a lot of times that that's not not the things that get written about in the paper. That's doing the things nobody else wants to do uh, to win consistently uh, and doing hard things. And, you know, uh, a dog never takes a day off. A dog shows shows up every day ready to roll. Uh, Kobe, so that, Kobe, Kobe said, if you're asking me why I'm not passing you the ball in the game, think about how you practice. Correct. Uh, and so that that's what we're challenging them this week with. Uh, you know, our keys to victory, we've already hit on this one, but the first thing is, hey, <coughs> when they make a play, we have to respond. Uh, when you play good football teams, they're going to make plays. Uh, so we got to respond, play the next play. We're gonna challenge our defense to cause turnovers. You know they they've shown to put the ball on the ground some. Uh, we we want to focus on that uh, and cause turnovers. We've been really good last two weeks. We've had zero turnovers. Um, you know we want to continue that, but we're challenging our defense to get that ball out. We got to execute up front. We've already talked about this uh, with the even front. Uh, we you know. Their D-line is good, but we can't have them in the backfield. We can't have negative plays. Uh, If we get a body on a body, we feel like Jamari has a chance to make positive runs. Uh, We're going to challenge our special team to make one game-changing play. Uh, And then number five, we got to believe and we got to stick together. All that matters is what we believe in this locker room. Uh, Nobody's going to pick us to win, but that's fine. That doesn't really matter. Uh, We have to believe and go out there and do it. So those are our keys. Yeah, dog mentality. I like that and underdog mentality. Yes, that's been that's been good. It doesn't matter who believes as long as the people in the locker room believe. That's uh, right. And you said that one of the last things there, you said the uh, special teams has to make a game changing play. They continue to do that every single week. Uh last week Soto made a sixty five yard punt yeah, out of the end play. zone that was yeah. a huge play. Um, kudos to the to the special teams again. Every week they come and make a difference, and yes, that's sir. that's huge. That can be the difference that, when you're playing good teams. There's no doubt, and that's a uh, you know that that's an area we've talked about this before. But that's an area we really wanted to focus on in the off season because we felt like our special teams last year weren't real good, uh, and so we wanted to focus on that and give credit to our coaches and our kids for for doing that because that that doesn't happen by accident Uh, that happens because you have to buy into that it's easy for special teams to be well we're gonna worry about offense defense special teams special teams but it has to be equally important uh, if you're going to be good in that aspect of the game all right well there you go folks that's going to be a wrap for us Friday night, we're traveling to Lindale. Um, Come on. Hey, community, you are on fire. 
Hornet fans, you are on fire Friday night. Take that same energy and go to Lindale with it. The Hornets are going to need you there Friday night. Coach, can't wait to see you. Good luck against the Eagles. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you.